Spring is in full swing, and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool, or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor welcome to if you really knew me a place for honest conversations about the enneagram to inspire better connections with others ourselves and god i'm kim willie and i'm joined by my co-host and friend ben sarles who is a certified enneagram coach here to help us understand all things enneagram by learning what motivates us and how we see the world we can connect with those we love and care about on a greater level. We're so glad you joined us today, and we hope this is your journey to better relationships. Hi, friends. Today's episode is part two of Enneagram Informed Teams, where we will chat with bridge staff and get their take on what it's like to work together and how knowing each team member's Enneagram type makes a difference in work culture. Last month, we spoke with bridge staff, including types one, two, three, and four, If you missed that, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. Today, we're introducing you to type sixes, sevens, and nines at the bridge. Unfortunately, we don't currently have any type fives or eights on our team, but as the Lord leads, perhaps we will in the future. That's right. (laughs) We're hoping that. We're hoping that comes soon. Today, we have awesome special sixes with us. We're blessed to have two hardworking type sixes on our team, and they are Allison and Dawn, Two different types of sixes, I may add. Allison is a counterphobic type six, and Dawn is a phobic type six, which Ben can explain a bit later. Um, but if you could each, we're going to start with Dawn. If you could each tell us, Dawn, what's your position at the bridge, and then how you feel the Enneagram has helped you personally. I do traffic here at the bridge, which isn't directing traffic in the parking <laughs> lot. Right. Um, Kim sells to our sponsors, yeah. and then I take it from there until it works through the scheduling and the production and then puts it on the air. We could not be on air without you. <laughs> and I would like to interject that not only does she do this job well, but it's not an easy job because no, it's, it's fitting like, okay, you've got so many hours in the day. Yep. How many sponsors get a piece of that time and how many donors is there a is there a special thing for donors Mm -hmm. and and how much is music and how much is all the things yeah and i got a taste they let me work traffic (laughs) for a day (laughs) and i they must have seen the look on my face and they knew that this was not this was not the right seat on the bus for me I actually remember that day when you came downstairs. Yes, I remember. <laughs> <and said> no. <laughs> yes, I remember when you guys were downstairs and you were just chuckling. <laughs> then we're like, Dawn, can you please hop on this seat on yes. the bus, please? Because you have the gifts and talents to do that. Yes, you do. It's a very big honor being asked to do this job. Most of my life, I've always been the one with all the lists going down the pros and the cons of everything. And I can't just make a decision. You know, going into the grocery store, trying to pick out chili beans takes a half hour because <laughs> I have to read the labels and figure out which is the better. And, and that's pretty much every decision in my life. And I really thought it was something bad for the longest time until we started working with the Enneagram. Then I realized it was a gift, actually, yes. that God gave me. 
And it's changed a lot of my thinking when I make decisions like that. I, I bring God into it a lot more and I thank him for those times that it takes me forever to make a decision. Yeah. I was thinking um, sometimes I have to go to the airport mm-hmm. and there's nobody's opinion. Like I got to figure out what time to leave. And there's nobody opinion that carries as much weight as Dawn's yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, okay, Dawn, I'm trying to think through this. And she's like, well, it takes this long to get there. But then mm-hmm. if you have to make stops, but I looked on the the maps and there's construction in that area, but you don't <laughs> want to go through here because it's rush hour. And, and I'm like, thank you. Because, yep. you know, if you've ever been to an airport, it's like this, oh, yeah. you know, I don't want to miss the plane. I've got to be there, you know, all the things. Yeah. And so... Um, that's something that comes naturally to you. That's one of your superpowers is to think of what are the variables that we're going to be experiencing. Yeah. And you use some of those gifts and talents. I know Mm -hmm. you have taken a trip to the Dominican Republic to the Bridges Adopted Village before. And I know Ben loved loved having you do that because you've got those skills and abilities Mm -hmm. and they came in handy, right? Oh, we did that with the bridge. Yes. we had to be there so many hours ahead of time. And then we had three or four stops ahead of before that. And mm-hmm. then, you know, checking luggage. And I always have the worst case scenario going through my head. But, you know, one thing I, I thought was like, if I'm going to turn this over to someone who can lead the trip, I need them to be able to get logistics. Yeah. But I need them to think about, is everybody on the trip having a good time? Yeah. Do they have what they need? Did we take a few moments with the missionaries do we take a few moments with the stateside staff and i just through our interaction i always know you those things are you're thinking of what the experience is for the person and if we have some plans in place mm-hmm. then we can when we get there we will have thought through some of what we want to do you are essential and we appreciate that <laughs> So our other resident six, Allison, tell everybody what you do and how learning about the Enneagram has, has impacted you. So I'm in donor development, and I was trying to think through, how does that make sense, the fact that I'm a six, and what does that do for me in donor mm-hmm. development? Well, the other thing that we don't talk about too much is that the six is the loyalist. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's a perfect fit, because I get to make friends and love on them and be loyal to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just felt great and very fulfilling. In regard to you know a broad view of how it's helped me, first of all, I had never heard of the Enneagram except for um, someone said something to me about it. I was sitting in their kitchen and they said to me, you're a six, aren't you? And I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what? (laughs) So then they explained it to me and I giggled and I said, actually, I've opened my backpack and in my backpack, I have, you know, all of these bags for all of these different things. And I like (laughs) just a little bit of something for every possible scenario that Mm -hmm. could happen. I never understood why I was like that. Like Dawn is saying, it felt strange. And that analysis paralysis, I go through that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So it helped me kind of understand and recognize value in it. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're going to get to talking about different things in regard to the Enneagram and different people, but it helped me kind of see like my part and my role and and the importance of it. I'm also, are we going to be able to talk about wings? Sure. <laughs> we Let's can. We can absolutely do that. So I'm a wing seven, which is a funny balance because I feel 
a little bit, not counterproductive, but there's like two counters in me where mm-hmm. I want to be ready, but I also want to live a little on the edge. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And that's and that's different than uh, six wing five. Mm-hmm. Um, sixes, by the way, are great at humor. Normally, they have a a quick wit, a quick wit mm-hmm. and they can just pop it right out there, mm-hmm. and they enjoy humor typically. Mm-hmm. So, um, for a six wing five, it is going to be less about living on the edge, yes. but <laughs> there may be some more research, Dawn, yes. uh-huh. and they will get to the bottom of something. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about when you spoke about loyalty, mm-hmm. and you know. So, I'm thinking of your donors. It's like you advocate. Mm-hmm. for your donors. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And you do not take that position lightly. You are like, okay, not only do I advocate, but it's important that I show them how much they mean, mm-hmm. not only to me or the... And so there's there's a level of depth to that that a six brings to the table mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. other types can't. And that's just because it's not how they're wired. They'd have to learn to do that. And sixes are just like, I got you, honey. Now, not totally quick to give out loyalty. We're going to ask questions. We're going to see what you're all about. And we want to know if we can trust you. Mm -hmm. But then little background check here. Yes. (laughs) But then once, once they do, I mean, I've seen even both of you in a couple personal relationships where you've got somebody's back. Mm -hmm. Um, whether that means you have to research them and all of that kind of good stuff, um, that it, it's a special thing because if you know somebody, somebody's standing with you. That's powerful. You know what yes. I mean? That is, yeah. that's really cool that you share those sides of you. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I had heard at one point that a six is either, they're either at your throat or they're at your feet. And I know that sounds really intense. Wow. Yeah. I've not heard that before. Yeah. That is serious. But when somebody earns my trust and my loyalty, yes. I will I will go to the depths for you. Yeah. And I really do, like you said, there is kind of that timeline. Um, one of our sev- sevens recently sent me um, a picture that said the six, they wait to see if you can do what you say that you can do mm-hmm. before they believe. Yeah. But, you wow. know, once they yeah. do, you've got them. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. We are so blessed. I have seen where both of you, Dawn and Allison, have had my back completely. And it just gives me the warm fuzzies. I'm like, <laughs> these ladies have got me. Mm-hmm. I am I am good to go. And I, I know with Dawn especially, like if I mess up something on a traffic order, she's going through, hey, did you mean to do this, this, and this? Because it came in this way. I'm like, oh my goodness, thanks for catching that. It's like, I know she's got me. Mm-hmm. She's like my parachute. Vice versa. Yeah, yeah. And it's, a, yes. we have a beautiful. We catch we are, each other. Yes. Our team here, we are extremely blessed. And I'm just thankful every day that we get to be in this environment with, yes. each, with each other. And speaking of the amazing team, I personally have seen a shift in environment and culture since we all have been, since our team has learned about the Enneagram. Dawn, what have you noticed happening among everybody since we've all learned about the Enneagram? You know, we all have our faults Mm -hmm. and we have different ways we interact with each other. But now we joke sometimes and say, oh, she does that because she's this number or he does this because he's this. It is such a well-rounded group that we have. Mm -hmm with the different numbers that we have. Yes, we don't have a few. Was always joking that every office has to have a sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why that ever was. Yeah. It's well, the truth. It's that risk management. <laughs> yes. Like, let's go get a business or an organization and get charge forward and not look at 
things that could possibly come our way. You know, that's you that two be, are essential. Wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> I just I think it's great. I I it takes us deeper with each other. I mm-hmm. think um, knowing that God made us each individually. We all have our own talents, mm-hmm. and I think the Enneagram helps bring those into focus. Mm-hmm. Um, it absolutely. Kind of, don't you feel like it kind of gives language sometimes yes. to <laughs> yes. what's going on in our brain? Yeah. And I don't know about you, but some of the things that I kept and keep doing in my life, I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I getting the same result from people? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. why is, you know, where, where is the break in translation? Mm-hmm. And it has, it has to do with the Enneagram type. So it's, it's given me more grace for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm mm-hmm. great at that, but it's given me more and realized, okay, it's not just me. Yeah. And you talked about the sixes having your back. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about doing life knowing that you're not alone. And I do want to say the reflection of God in a type six is his faithfulness. Mm -hmm. So when God wanted the world to get a glimpse of what his faithfulness looks like, just a glimpse, he created Dawn and Allison and other type sixes. Mm -hmm. And that's because part of what they're to do in this world is to bring that faithfulness and the good thing is you just get to be you. Yeah. It's it's good to be the healthy version of you, but faithfulness, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not doing this alone. God's got your back. Yeah. I think it gives you wow. boldness when you have somebody yes. that's got your back. You have boldness to move yeah. forward. So love it. Yeah. Allison, what have you noticed among our team since everybody has become informed on the Enneagram? Well, I just have to say I've never worked with such a great team. Everyone understands themselves and they understand others. So what I see happening here is is that everyone leans in on each other's strengths. Mm-hmm. So we recognize what they are. And then, Ben, like you were saying, we give not only ourselves grace, but we give each other grace. Um, you know, sometimes I see us as kind of like these beautiful spheres and Every once in a while, there's like a sharp edge. And sometimes that can like bounce into another person. But we recognize, okay, that's just part of um, who they are and Mm -hmm. um, the areas that they are growing. And, you know, God made us all different. And in relation to what you were saying about we're not alone, not only are we not alone, but we don't have to be it all. That was something I really struggled with before I knew about the Enneagram was I wanted to be everything that the people in my life needed. Mm. That is the most ridiculous thought because he made all of us different and he made all of us um, just like perfectly fit together Mm -hmm. that we can help each other grow in the areas of our weakness, Mm -hmm. give each other grace as we go through that growth process. But then Mm -hmm. also we all have our area where we know, okay, this is our person that we go to for this. So it's Mm -hmm. been just such an amazing cohesion that's been created. I think it's part of the way God works because we're supposed to work as the body of Christ. Absolutely. You don't have five hands. You mm-hmm. have two, you know, and if I could do all the things, I wouldn't need anybody else. Mm-hmm. And we need to need each other. Like mm-hmm. he wants us to love your neighbor as yourself and, and be, be, you know, one body. So I'm pretty positive. God knew exactly what he was doing yes. <laughs> when he did all, mm-hmm. when he did all the parts, you know, <laughs> a long time ago, when I was younger, I think I had a lot of immaturity where I was like, well, why isn't that person that way? And 
why don't they just think like me or act like me? You just you're just full of yourself. And boy, when you start to understand, for one, you need to come have it come into Jesus meeting, which I did. Thank God, I saw that you know I was totally wrong in that area. But then the more I've learned about this as well, you see, God made everybody to do a certain job. Yes. And when we all do it together, it's like this well-oiled machine, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. And you don't have the pressure, like Allison said, you don't have to do. I don't have to do all this myself. That's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. to think you have to be all things to all people mm-hmm. or do all the jobs. But there's you know a time at work where I'm sitting here working on a project, going, "Oh my goodness, what am I supposed to do about this?" And then I'm like, "Wait." I'll call on this person, that person, and that person. We can have a meeting and they can share their amazing ideas that they're going to have. And I don't have to come up with the answer myself. Mm-hmm. And boy, yes. that just that just lifts the heaviness well, off I, me. I think, too, of the words grace and mercy. Yeah. So mercy is not getting the penalty for what we deserve yeah. to have. And grace is getting the rewards and the benefits of things we didn't earn. Yeah. I just think of... Giving grace to yourself, it's like with exactly how you are. This is how God models. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that you can do or not do that's going to cause him to love you any more or any less. And so that means with all the beautiful flaws, sometimes I call them warts, warts and all, (laughs) but all of that that makes us who we are. And and he loves us enough not to let us stay there. Yeah. Thank the Lord for yes. that. Mm-hmm. And I've got a long way to go. But um, even when we tell ourselves, we've got to pull this together, think about how we speak to ourselves. Yeah. Like we don't necessarily always speak with love to ourselves no. and mm-hmm. with That's grace. And if we speak full of grace, you know, think of a child or grandchild and, and mm-hmm. the way the you've read the end of the book, you know, you're right, but you've got to convey that message mm-hmm. and it's full of grace. And the one thing I'm not great at is speaking to myself with grace. Mm-hmm. And You're always our biggest critic. Yeah. Oh, amen. Yeah. And so that's important, I think, especially for a type six, because being in the head triad, we're, we're thinking now I'm in the feelings triad, but I'm thinking repressed. Mm-hmm. So that means my thinking is not always productive thinking, mm-hmm. even though I'm thinking all the time. <laughs> so this kind of stuck in our head. Sometimes we've just got to say, you know, whatever we we're going to tell ourselves, it's going to be full of grace first. Yeah. Because if it's not, that's not how God modeled it. So, yeah. So it's interesting to think yeah. like that. And just remember, if you are doing some negative self-talk, you get in the word of God and yes. you say, what does God say about me in this yes. area? And that'll pull you out because that's the number one thing we go to. And sometimes, you know, even if we say God took us to the woodshed, like <laughs> does he beat us over the head? with? Like no. he speaks to us. We still know that he's right and we've got to change, yeah. but it's not with the edge that sometimes we speak to our yeah. self. He can so. do it in a whisper. You yep. know, child, I love you. And you've got to lean into that and, yep. and, and be be still <laughs> and know that yes. he is God. Yeah. When we be still, <laughs> yeah. Which is hard. we'd be hearing a lot more. <laughs> there you go. That is very hard to do. Uh-huh. That was not proper English, but we're going we're gonna to go with that. <laughs> we're going to let that go anyway. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Dawn, is there a situation, and I've been telling everybody else this, you can leave out names to protect the innocent, but is there a situation maybe at work or, um, you know, now that you are familiar with the Enneagram where you have felt like the Enneagram has helped you to work out a conflict or maybe to avoid conflict since you understand the person better that you're working with. Oh yeah. Many times. 
like you had said previously, we look at others and we, why does this person do this this way? And Mm -hmm. why isn't this person doing it the way I would do it? Mm -hmm. I've given a lot more grace to (laughs) to certain staff members. (laughs) Who will go unnamed. (laughs) But it does help. Who is sitting right across from me. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone sees the layout of this room, I may or may not be sitting across from (laughs) Dawn. You know, this is not the first time in this this podcast that my name has come up as one that has helped someone avoid conflict but you know that's okay (laughs) let me preface this with saying kim is my biggest prayer warrior if i need prayer at any time during the day i go to kim because i know kim has my back i um kim and i work very closely together with our orders and sometimes her um (laughs) my delivery (laughs) no no her um passion I'm trying to help you yeah, out here. Yeah, all the things yeah I'm trying to throw you a line here <laughs> well and you have you probably have an eagerness to get things That's done the word. so it's like boom here's another boom here's another boom here's another <laughs> rapid fire yeah. she's it. like why is yeah. my phone blowing up because yeah. i'm getting it done because you know what i have a task list and i am busting That's through she's exactly checking it. stuff off yeah Kim's isn't that very funny task oriented so maybe yes. maybe just maybe the enneagram has helped you show me some grace for because that's how i'm wired right yes right? <laughs> and i'm i may or may not be thinking why is dawn overthinking this why doesn't she yeah. just do what i gave her and, and i'm funny, like wait it's because she's a six yeah. that's how she's <laughs> the funny thing is those little things that don't end up being eternal that's it's right. just like you yes. just remember they're not eternal. They're just yeah. like, I'm going to rib you about a little bit, but <laughs> but I love you and and yeah. let's keep yes. doing life and yeah. doing work. No offense. I no. totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. What about you, Allison? First of all, I just want to say my wing seven is super uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sweating? <laughs> I'm sweating a little bit. <laughs> that was way too much for me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Okay. It's all good. All right. So I think that the the best thing that I can offer in that regard is obviously it helps avoid because um, we understand what motivates and we understand behavior better. For me, so I've been in some situations where something's been said that has hurt my feelings. Mm. And so I take it, I hold on to it, and I know, number one, that that there's only love in the organization. And um, so I know that it's never meant in a way that's meant to be hurtful. So then knowing that I can package it up and then think to myself, okay, why did that bother me? You know, so I can do a little bit of self-reflection about who I am and and why I would have received it that way, knowing that uh, whoever delivered that piece of information was doing it with great intention. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's actually helped me grow in understanding people and I know we talk a lot about avoiding conflict, but for me, kind of breaking it down and, and figuring out why did that feel like sandpaper mm-hmm. to me? Mm-hmm. And then and recognizing, okay, maybe I need to shift my perspective a little bit. I think that's a very mature way to look yeah. at it and say, why am I responding that mm-hmm. way? Because mm-hmm. so many times we're like, you, 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 and normally that causes a conflict when mm-hmm. we're accusing, accusing. But when you say, well, what is it that I'm doing? Or why do I feel this way? Why did I receive it yeah, that exactly. way? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. You know, what's interesting is sixes are thinking dominant and thinking repressed. Mm-hmm. And so they have an intuitive move to logic and can be very logical people. Sometimes if it's something directed toward us, then it's harder 
to pull on that logic. So, for mm-hmm. example, if a six needs help processing logic, they can actually go to another six mm-hmm. who's not involved and they will speak logic into the situation. Mm-hmm. And so ones, twos and sixes are the ones that are thinking repressed. And so ones, twos and sixes can go to the ones that are that make the intuitive move to logic, mm-hmm. which are five, sixes and sevens. So sixes can actually go to another six, which I think is pretty yeah. cool. I had mentioned earlier, just in case someone doesn't know that's listening, that of all the types on the Enneagram, the two is the only number, I believe, that has kind of two different types. When I mentioned phobic and counterphobic, can you yes. explain for someone that doesn't know what that yes. is? Yes. So the motivation is what makes someone a six. How they respond to the motivation mm-hmm. is what makes them phobic or counterphobic. Okay. So the counterphobic would still fear whatever the issue is, but then they'll move toward it in order to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Where a phobic six will would the first response would be to withdraw from it. Mm-hmm. They'll still process things with the same motivation, um, still the same fierce loyalty. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've said in a previous podcast episode that the sixes are the most courageous. Yeah. And why that is is because they can see all the things that go wrong, but they move forward anyway. Yeah. And the rest of us are moving forward, but we're not necessarily seeing all the things that can go wrong and then move forward. Yeah. So it really has to do with how you respond. It's more behavior. Yeah. Your go-to behavior. The motivation is still six. Would you both concur with that? Yes. On what he said? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Allison being mm-hmm. the counterphobic and Dawn being the phobic. So Dawn, you would say you might retreat from something where Allison would run at it. Is that what, would you agree? Yes. I was just... With laughing. her first aid kit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have perceived danger before and I've grabbed a protective measure and run towards it. And thankfully, it wasn't as dangerous as I thought it was going to be. And I thought later, what was I planning on doing when I got there? <laughs> you know? That's fun. Yeah, so. I love looking at both of your faces whenever we're in a scenario. Like I will I will share a funny story. So as a team, we decided for a fun <laughs> staff day out to go to an axe throwing parlor. Yeah. Terrible idea. And it was so funny. None of us, to my knowledge, none of us had ever done that before. And no, it was basically a surprise. Most of the staff yes. did not know we were doing this. And I watched everyone's body language in the whole room. And Allison and Dawn just merged with each other. And they sat in a corner, literally holding each other's shoulders, like looking around like, what is happening right now? And I had to laugh. And I was like, look at the two sixes. They've just joined forces. And they're like, we're not throwing this axe. Or they were like looking, making sure no one was standing in the way as an axe was being thrown. And I was thinking, we're safe. They're going to watch There were no safety measures. That was ridiculous. If the axe bounces off and comes back, then what? Yeah, but I will say I believe you both picked up an axe. Yes, and we did. Yes, we it did. took some time after careful but analysis. You faced your fears and you did it, and I'm so proud of you. Yes. And no one got hurt. Thankfully, no one got hurt, but we would have been ready. Yes, that's I gar- right. I guarantee one of you had at least a first aid kit or yes. something. Or you had you had the nine one dialed and not the other yes. one yet, and you were ready, right? Yes. She had the nine one dialed. I had the you first had the second aid kit. One. Okay, yeah. there you go. There's one more thing I want to point out about a type six, like in crisis, in stress. So twos, fives, and sixes go to a more aggressive number in stress. Mm -hmm. So I thought of you, Dawn, one day there was an auto collision out in front of the bridge. Mm -hmm. The first people to launch into action were twos, sixes, 
Um, Mark, you came out as well. I just thought like now I don't know about sixes, but twos will launch into action in the moment and then they'll fall apart later. Mm -hmm. And but it's like you almost intuitively know what to do. And I just remember you sitting down with the kids Mm -hmm. and there was children involved and they were okay. Praise the Lord for that. And everybody was concerned with the parents and, and there's some logistics that had to be dealt with, with the parents, but you saw the kids sitting there and you're like, I am going to be there for them until someone comes and takes care of them, which is a special superpower that a six can quickly assess that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you also said, who's got rubber gloves and who's Mm -hmm. got this and da, da, da. But it was funny. (laughs) Safety first. And they were all. Yeah, it was a bad accident. Yeah. Yeah. There was someone and they survived, but they were life flighted out and to a trauma. And so it was, it was very fast acting kind of a thing. And sixes tend to be because they go to type three in stress they'll know what to do and get it done now i don't know if you fall apart later like twos do but i know mandy she took a day off after that yeah (laughs) and so it's it's interesting to point out that's another facet that comes into the workplace if there's a crisis sixes will buckle down and do it i'm not saying they'll have fun being in crisis mode but they can get the job done it's almost like they've been prepared mm-hmm. to yes. do so because yes. God has gifted them with that. Oh, yes. It reminds me of, you know, when I did the kids, I watched my grandkids for a week while my daughter and her husband went on a cruise. And before they left, I sent them a three-page document and I wanted all these <laughs> questions answered. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. told to them mm-hmm. that if I didn't get the answers, I wasn't staying. Yeah. And, and you yeah. showed me that document. And everybody, you know, was... Don't you think this is a little extreme? But it, and I finally said to them after somebody made a comment, "This is how God made me. God That's made right. me to do this to take care of your kids in case something happens." That's mm-hmm. right. So, well, and in it, that moment, you weren't using Type Six as a crutch. You were saying, "Not only do I want to know what to do so that I know, but I want to carry it out the way you would want yes. it to be carried yes. out." And that's an extra thing that yeah. we don't always think, oh, if something happens, there's a hospital. Or whatever. But mm-hmm. with a little planning, yeah. the kids won't miss a beat. They'll keep getting things. So I thought that was a good, I was like, Dawn, you give them that document and you just <laughs> yeah. buckle down and tell them that yeah. if they want I you. Did. And and they, they did. And they did, yeah. yes. So public service announcement, if you need a safe babysitter, Dawn <laughs> yes. is your go-to yes. girl. <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> And she will respect the way you want it done. (laughs) That's right. I was just thinking about the fact that um, on the the other side of that, when I had someone watch um, my child when I was having the second one, I made them a manual. (laughs) 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 You you and I would be a perfect fit as far as like if I had a need and you were available. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I love you guys. Yep. Allison, I'm going to start with you on this question. How has learning your Enneagram type helped you in your faith walk? Basically, not that it's, you know, it's not the Bible. The Bible is the first thing. But now that you see and know how God designed you, how do you feel like that's helped you in your faith walk? Well, we touched on it a little bit earlier, and it's that idea of I do not have to be all things to all people. And I'm telling you, that really was as an unidentified six. I really, I didn't understand why I was the way I was. Mm -hmm. And so I had 
Tylenol tissues, uh, band-aids, all the things, because in my mind, it was because I really was trying to be all things to all people and whatever. So whoever was around me, if they had a need, I wanted to be able to take care of it. Mm -hmm. So understanding the Enneagram and the way that I was made, it's just given me such peace to know, okay, Lord, that was never your plan. That is not, that is, um, uh, a bold, erroneous thought that is is too big for anyone. Mm-hmm. So understanding uh, that I'm made the way that I am and I'm a part. So we t- already talked about the body of yeah. Christ, but that was that was the biggest thing for me when um, you know I recognized that I'm I'm a hand, I'm a foot, I'm yeah. an elbow, I'm something, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm something that makes it work. and mm-hmm. um, but I don't need to be the rest. Yeah. So it's just given me a great perspective on God, who he is, how he made me, and how I work with the amazing team of people that he's surrounded me with. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Dawn, how about you? I kind of looked at it um, from the negative viewpoint of why am I always doing this? Why, why can't I make a decision? Why can't I just pray about something and do it? Um, why do I need the checklist for everything? And I really doubted my faith Mm. in my decisions. And I always had more fear than I had faith. Mm. Hence the tattoo that I got that says faith over fear now Mm -hmm. on my wrist. Um, And I think the Enneagram actually has helped me push my faith, knowing that this is the way God made me. God made me this way for a reason. Yeah. Um, God does not make any mistakes. Right. Amen. And it has really encouraged me to give myself more grace and to be thankful for the way he made me. Um, for That's my not talents. always easy, is it? No. 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 That's beautifully really? said. Mm-hmm. That's a, that'll preach. If I'm just I had like... a mic, I'd drop it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, good. Oh, wait. I do. That is very, very good. <laughs> Lastly, just for each of you, and, and Dawn, we can start with you on this one. Do you feel like, you know, as, as a team here, do you feel like you're a better employee now that you know your Enneagram type? And if so, why? <laughs> <laughs> Our boss might be listening. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to say? <laughs> She's well, I, think you've, I think you've touched on it some already, yeah. as just as far as interactions with others and the flow of things. Yeah. And you've always been very detailed and you do your job well so i don't think necessarily that that's still the same um just as you know i don't want to speak for you but it's those interactions just go even smoothly you i think i don't know if you agree with this but it saves time it's like you and kim already have an understanding Mm -hmm. um when you come to her there's nothing we're just talking Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. well like ben said you've had the gifts and talents but maybe in my mind, maybe you give yourself more credit now. Yes, I think so. I You're like, I'm, I'm really good at this. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that you're going around saying that, but like <laughs> right. you might go, wow, this is so cool. Like I was wondering why I was this, this and this. But look how it comes into play in my exactly. job. How like, it this fits is awesome. into the puzzle. Yeah. The puzzle piece fits. I am. I've taken the test several times, mm-hmm. wanting to be different numbers. <laughs> Are you a six every single time? Every time. <laughs> Every time, <laughs> I'm trying to push really... towards that too. <laughs> Thinking, you, remember, you know, oh, I'm that's a, a big two. jump. 
<laughs> God does not make any mistakes. No. And he knew right where he needed you to be and where yeah. we all needed you to be as a team yeah. in order. You know, he was like, I'm making her that sex because that's how that's, that's where I need her. So never apologize for that. No. What about you, Allison? We haven't talked much about it, but one thing that um, a little bit of my research has shown is, is that the sixes, uh, they have a lot of focus on leadership. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, you know, I've always recognized that I have, I don't want to say a critical eye, but I do a lot of analysis of leadership mm-hmm. and um, how they lead, the culture they develop, and how they feel about me as an employee. Mm-hmm. And so I put a lot of a lot of value in what I perceived them to feel about me. So okay. it's not even really what how they valued me. It's how I how I read it. Okay. And now I'm very blessed to be in a situation now and and um, working for leadership that is amazing, mm-hmm. encouraging, mm-hmm. supportive. So that that made it a lot easier. But understanding the enneagram and and the six and and how we're made. I was kind of able to take that value meter off of them and really accept that we're made in God's image and that he loves me for who I am and that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made mm-hmm. and and recognize that he took the time to make me be a six, mm-hmm. you know, right. and I find value in that through the Lord, which, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about that so often to fire, find our value in the Lord. And it's easy to say. It's real hard to do. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so it's made me just have a closer relationship with the, the true one that is giving me my value. Mm. I know mm. that's a little bit uh, broader, no, but... It's so good. You know, I was thinking too, you brought up the point of leadership, which I think is very good because mm-hmm. sixes sometimes get get the, the bad rap of, well, they're just asking a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Or they're just, they're trying to slow things down. When that's not the motivation of Mm -hmm. a type six, Mm -hmm. they're trying to glean all the information to say, can I put my trust in this? Mm -hmm. Or even if I'm poking holes in your plan, that's in order to make it a better plan. Yes. We were talking uh, with Michelle Youngman on a previous podcast Mm -hmm. episode, and she said, I thought they were questioning my authority and Mm -hmm. all this. And you think if you're coming from that point, how much you've got to, get through in order to get down to the nitty gritty and it gives grace for the leaders who aren't perfect Mm -hmm. and who mess up and and maybe let you down Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. to say i let people down too and god loves us there's nothing again that we can do or not do to change god's love and so it gives you that okay a leader has let me down Mm -hmm. but i know their heart yeah and while maybe they didn't make this decision the best way, I still love them and can give my loyalty. Mm-hmm. And that's a God move yeah. because the intuitive six move is like, okay, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially if it's a big issue, yeah. which I think I've seen you guys approach big, big issues in your life where you kind of stop and get some more information about it before reacting. I wish I always did that. I know. You know. Can I just say that? I am I'm a little too quick on the draw. Like I want to get it done and off my list mm-hmm. that I don't I don't think about it enough. So if we can just merge with our fellow sixes and be like, Can you help me think this over a little bit? Mm-hmm. Can you speed it up? But help me think it over. <laughs> yes. Do it quickly. That's so funny. <laughs> think fast. Think and I'll fast. say, can we all get along and love each other while we're doing it? <laughs> 
I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you ladies today. I know yes. you have been. So yes, we I thank have. you for coming thank in. Thank you for all that you do for us with the Enneagram. Yeah. Absolutely. And for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Do your kids love listening to great stories? It can be tough finding a kids podcast which upholds your Christian values. Story Jumpers features exciting, entertaining stories by authors who write from a Christian worldview. Each episode is created with kids in mind. Audiobook clips are followed by a brief author interview your kids will find fascinating. This is a podcast for kids. Subscribe to Story Jumpers wherever you listen to podcasts. Story Jumpers is a member of the Bridge Podcast Network. They are super fun, and we love having three of them on our team. Our type (laughs) sevens, Dave, Lindsay, and Janelle. Can each of you tell what your position is at the bridge, and then how the Enneagram has helped you personally? Let's start with Lindsay. Um, So I am Lindsay Lyons. I am the digital content producer here at the bridge. And basically what that means is I get to do graphic design, photography, video, help with social media, uh, basically ADD, ADHD every day, (laughs) which I love because Enneagram 7, um, it gives me some variety. So perfect. Janelle, what about you? I am Janelle Cox, and I am the weekend um, show host. And um, yeah, I love it. I love um, coming here and um, being the voice on the other side. Yes, and we love you, too. (laughs) The voice. Yes. (laughs) Dave, what about you? Uh, I'm Dave Hubbard. I also uh, do a weekend show, and I do a ton of the background production here at The Bridge, basically editing a ton of the stuff that you hear on the radio that's not a song. Exactly. We love it. We love Dave for doing it, it too. I work a ton directly with Kim. Yes, you do. (laughs) I could not do what I do without you. (laughs) I sell it and you make it sound good on the air. (laughs) Love it. So what have you guys noticed happening among the coworkers since everyone has become Enneagram informed? Um, So I just started back here again um <laughs> after, <your hiatus. laughs> after my hiatus after the prodigal son returned uh, <laughs> i just got back here in june and i love the fact that we were enneagram centric because a previous job was very big into it mm-hmm. um and you learn a lot about yourself with the enneagram and the same thing as any other pe- personality tool it is that it's a tool it's not to be used as an excuse it's Mm -hmm. used to be as like recognition of what you do as a person and then is this an area that like I like about myself or is this an area where I need to be cognizant and grow because it's affecting other people and I loved coming into the bridge and them not only being Enneagram centric but them having that same mindset yeah that your number is not an excuse Uh, it's not like a oh yeah I didn't get you this because of this or I didn't uh, Mm -hmm. communicate this well because I'm this number Mm -hmm. it was hey I know this about myself and I'm sorry about this, but I'm getting better about it, which I love about the bridge. It's great. Yeah. So, Janelle, I know you're not in the building all the time, you and Dave with weekends, but what have you noticed that's different about the team and and yourself maybe since you know? Probably I could say more about myself being that I'm not around everybody every day. Yeah. Um, What's really funny is um, knowing my number. So when I fall into the the weakness sides and things like that, I can be like, okay, this is what I do. This is what this number does. And it's ultimately because of this uh, core desire of the number seven. So it kind of helps me check in and be like, okay, 
get it together. Yeah. <laughs> we're all, you know, we all have our own number and our own, you know, desires and weaknesses and all that. And we're all trying to work together about it. And I really think it's so helpful to know that, yeah. to know that everyone's on a different page and going through different things and feeling different. It really does help. I, I really, this is a, a huge like light bulb for me yeah. because um, even though we had talked about it in the past, I was like, I don't understand. I don't understand. But then when I sat with Ben and you and, you yeah. know, different people, you know, on a personal level and be like, Hey, it just kind of opened my eyes. I'm like, this makes sense. It does. I'm not strange. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. It's up no, we all me. are. You're perfectly wonderfully perfect. strange. You know? Yes, it's perfect. <laughs> How about you, Dave? I'm absolutely strange. Uh, but, but it just let me know that there's more of us like this. So <laughs> that was my yes. big uh, takeaway. Uh, it's interesting because uh, Janelle, I'm very much more in your category. Like I work predominantly from home. I interact more through email and more through yeah. uh, text than anything right. else. And it has definitely helped because Kim will text me or whatever. And I'll be like, yeah, she's not being rude. That's just Kim. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> right. that's just how Kim I talks. need it now. <laughs> um, and so like being informed in that way just helps a lot. When you deal with a lot of the email world and the the text-based world it can often be hard because you read intonation into what you're reading and we can't help it we do that as people that is just how we function Um, but knowing someone's type lets me try my best to read the tone I think they're putting into it as opposed to me being like man she's really in a bad mood today when nah she's just needs something done so Yeah, yep. got that that's little a, checklist. To yeah, go that's off a of. very good point. You know, yeah, body language is something else. You don't always you can't interpret motivation with body language. It's another tool. So intonation, mm-hmm. body language, yeah. you can be like, okay, well, they just sort of sighed, mm-hmm. and now I'm offended because they huffed and puffed when I, you know, they could just be tired. You know, <laughs> you just gotta yeah, exactly. look beyond where we arrive in our own mind about things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Kim's good on the other side of that too, I got to say, cause I'm very sarcastic. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> but I know that about you. So that makes it easier to go. Okay. I think he's being sarcastic. Yeah. Another, <laughs> I don't get another affected. service he provides. <laughs> you know, right. we it. At no extra charge. No, my <laughs> only, uh, if, if I couldn't use sarcasm, my only other means of communication would be interpretive. That's dance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, knowing everyone's number helps to limit the offenses because oh, you does. know mm-hmm. where they're coming from and you don't get offended anymore mm-hmm. you know what I mean because mm-hmm. like you said body language you know people are used to reading into that but mm-hmm. knowing that they have their special number is like oh no that's that's just them yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're going through things they're dealing with it yeah. a different way I like Here's calling it their special number special <laughs> right? number special number oh it's their special number <laughs> well, spatial and I think Janelle hit the head the nail on the head with that too is like being Enneagram sevens we tend to be like more in tune with how people are feeling Mm -hmm. Um, so we don't even just get to say oh hey they're going through something we can pick up on that and Mm -hmm. Ben and I've talked about this Um, we like work more in uh, logic so we can be like hey you seem like you're not in a good way right now. Like, let Mm -hmm. me help pull you out of that if possible. Like, it's not like a fixer or problem solver, but like we are so into sometimes to like, I know twos can be this way too, but Mm -hmm. like sevens are like, 
I, I don't like to sit in my emotions too long. And I see that you're sitting in your emotions and it's making me, me sit in my emotions <laughs> and it's a little uncomfortable. So let's resolve this, yes. you know. So, <laughs> so everyone can have fun. Yay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, so, but the other side of that is like when we, when we feel that tension of people going through things, we can give them space to process through it. Or we can be like, hey, maybe nobody else has picked up on this, but like how do I help get you out of your hole? That's because awesome. It's and not fun gift. to watch you sit yeah. there. What a gift from Sevens to give that to you. You yeah, know what I mean? We have we have definitely talked about the logic that Sevens um, come from just intuitively. Yeah. And it's like, I am the worst person in the world. And Lindsay's like, but are you? Really? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know it feels like that. No, I'm just I'm joking. But we some some types intuitively move to logic. Yeah. And and some of us have other gifts that we move to something else intuitively. Were you gonna so. say something? To I me? was gonna say something. Like when you know when you know somebody personally and they're going through it, you wanna help them out of it. But if you meet somebody and they're like dragging you down at the more that they talk, mm. you're like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. I can't handle it. I can't it looks like I can't help you right now. I don't really know too much about it. peace out. Like you yeah. just wanna get away from the whole situation. I've met people like that. I'm like, Oh, it's so you know, and they're going on and on and you're going down with them and you're like, Okay, well look at the time. I gotta go. <laughs> go in God's grace. Yes. yes, I will pray for you. Yes, timely yes. reference given that we just passed Christmas. Oh yes, <laughs> amen. So, is there a time or a situation where the Enneagram has helped you resolve a conflict at work by understanding yourself better or the other person better? Dave, what about you? We'll start with you first on this one. Oh, Can start you, with like, me. I... like to protect the innocent. You know, don't say any names. <laughs> But if you can think of a situation, that would be cool. All right. There's a woman that's on this podcast that I'm staring at. <laughs> okay. No, I'll sacrifice I, myself. Go ahead. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't really have fights with people. Like, I'm yeah. a very hard to fight with person. And you can't offend me. Like, just good luck. I, I think for me, it more just stems it off at the pass. Because okay. I will look at someone and be like, no, nah, no, no, that's just how they are. Like I was talking yeah. about earlier. And yeah. I think that has really focused in more for me because now I can be much more clear about, no, that's how they are. Not from just thankfully, Kim, I've worked with you for 12 years yeah. now. But you meet someone uh, that's newer on staff and I haven't gotten to work with them a ton or gotten to know them as well. Yeah. Just knowing their number, I can instantly start to be a little more giving with whatever it is I know that they need or yeah. taking with whatever it is I know they can give better than I can. So, Maybe showing some empathy or something mm -hmm. in a situation. But yeah, I, I don't think I've ever had a fight with anyone here. Yeah. Maybe it stopped you from doing that. It so. probably stopped me. I have used this more in my personal life than at work. My wife and I, I had her take it too. And so now I will regularly be like, ah, yep, that's why. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. We'll move yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need marriage counseling today. Maybe next week, but not today. <laughs> so what type is your wife? Uh, she's a three. She's a three. Oh, okay. see? See, you work with a three mm -hmm. and you're married to a three. A you are years welcome. Of yeah, it's just... <laughs> I'm glad I could have helped you in you're this way welcome. to prepare. <laughs> I could be the work wife until you got married to the wife. And then you're, yeah, there you go. There you go. Lindsay, what about you? So I will say that knowing my both my Enneagram number and the wing that I lean more towards uh, helps a lot at work. With the whole like seven not wanting like to sit in the emotions and, mm -hmm. and things like that. I'm also wing eight. So it keeps it so that I'm not necessarily afraid of having that hard conversation. Mm -hmm. I've been in positions where I've had bosses that tend to be more of like a harmonious thing. 
mm-hmm. um, harmonious number. And I've seen how that can kind of affect conversation, confrontation, conversations that need to happen. And so my thing is like, okay, take a step back. Don't be the bulldozer. Figure mm-hmm. out how to have this way. Because again, our pastor says this all the time. You can have the right conversation at the wrong time in the wow. wrong tone and it never mm. be heard. Wow. Um, so I try to do that as much as possible. But the other side of that is also like being mindful of your number in the sense of like the weaknesses like Janelle shared earlier. Like Enneagram sevens can be known as flying by the seat of their pants. Yeah. And <laughs> I've had this conversation with people before. It's interesting being a female Enneagram seven because you're expected to have a, a little bit more together in the workplace mm. than sometimes guys naturally are. So at my old job, people would be like, you're not a seven. You're not like the other sevens I know. I'm like, okay, but I don't have the luxury to be like the other sevens you know so it's Mm. figuring out like how how all those pieces get together because at the end of the day yes it would be easy for me to like throw a bunch of stuff in a bucket and run with it because I can figure it out but what does that what turmoil does that put my other coworkers in that's not fair so it's forced me to be more of a planner like you can look at my desk it's a mess I'm not organized but when it comes to like policies and procedures and things like that I know I have to put them in place not only just for like communication and for other people but to know that I'm not letting them down because again the other side of that Enneagram 7 Mm -hmm. is knowing that that you affect other people and how are you affecting those other people? And it's a cycle. And that's being healthy. I mean, you do that well. Oh, you, thank you. You do that very well. So that, I mean, I guess then you would say that's being healthy in your number it by is. knowing it is what your tendencies are and what you have to do to to make that's good stuff right it there is. yeah like i said there there are certain things that you you learn about your number and you're like okay these are things that i don't want to change like i had a, a a job for about a year previously where the expectations for me to be good at that job just kind of didn't go along with the person that i wanted to be and that's mm. okay so i stepped out of it but the other side of that is you find things that are like your your shadow things or your weaknesses or mm-hmm. things like that that can affect people mm. and you're like okay but how do i work into that so that i'm not being the jerk at work because that's yeah. the last person i want to be wow that's so good mm-hmm. Janelle, what about you have you a situation that you can think of kim you oh lord no, <laughs> no. Why, why am I in the center of all this? <laughs> okay. Well, Kim, I've known you the longest, honestly. Yes. Um, ben came in right after me. Or how long is it? It's I been a little it's, bit. I think it was a year after A year, year. after me. Yeah. You came in, Lindsay, right yeah, after you, me. You Dave, in. I don't... He's re- been here all along. You have been yeah. here all along, but I didn't really have that encounter with you. Yeah. But I knew. I know your number the first. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I believe they told me your number. You have told me your number yeah. first. So I'm um, just in recent conversation, you know, when you're texting me over Christmas about getting this organized. <laughs> I am wearing you down on the yeah. text. Yes. And, but I understood your number. Yes. So I was trying to not be me <laughs> because I'm so busy. It's Christmas and we're having fun. Yes. And I could easily like put the conversation aside and I'll get back to that. But I was trying to think of Kim's. Yeah number mm-hmm. that she needs to have that that have answer to have it organized she and needs to off have my it list. organized so yes. that she can relax and yeah. have that peace so i was like i was trying to stay on top of it so yeah. yes knowing your number <laughs> i was trying to um make it okay for you too and a pleasurable yes. christmas vacation not you like stressing what's the next thing yeah. after christmas is this all together and me calming down for a minute and all my 
nice excitement and fun with the kids yeah. to make that happen for you. So yeah, that was well, a, a good you. example. No, I, I'm I'm thankful that I get to know you guys in yeah. that way because even though I'm not around you a lot, I can look up your number. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I was the one today texting everybody. Okay, just a reminder. Yes. We're meeting today to record, and it was, it was so funny. I, just, I laughed when that text came in. I was like, "That's yep, that's, that's a Kim text, that's just Kim. straight up." Because I have to make sure all the ducks are in a row. And thank you all for appreciating that. And and I and I and I, I kept thinking, "Oh, I know, I'm bugging the." crap out of Janelle by texting her about this because she's probably is going I'm with my family I'm having fun but I'm like but I have to get my job done too well and I think that is part of what Lindsay was saying too like we have to understand we also don't work alone like a lot of my job is alone but the truth is my job touches so many other jobs we have to work in concert and so as much as I would be fine with just doing it on the fly in fact a little background we were laughing about this recording right now because Kim and Ben are very organized about this podcast and they sent us the questions for today like a month ago yes. and we're, I was sitting here and I was like did you guys read them <laughs> that's so funny we're over here having too much fun we missed it so. <laughs> oh my gosh um, and even right now I'm planning a, a large drive across the country with my wife right now she has three different trucker apps looking at how the weather is going to be on every day of the drive she's got like a, a, the route planned out yes. multiple spots we could stay each day along the trip and I'm just like eh why don't we decide if we take the northern or southern route like morning oh, of no. the second day of our Mm-mm. drive when we have to turn on one of the roads <laughs> no I'm loving I'm loving That's your wife's funny. vibe because it like literally makes my heart go ah oh, okay she's got it all figured out like that literally calms me down so <laughs> that's so funny i love that so has learning the enneagram and learning your type helped you in your faith walk now that you know that how god has designed you um you know it really has helped in the way that you know what number sevens need and what their core desire is ultimately and perfectly you can only find it in christ exactly so that when i find myself trying to invest my emotions and and my hopes and desires in my loved ones Mm -hmm. or my spouse and they're human too and they're in their own number you don't have to hold the bar so high but -hmm. when they don't meet your expectation in that moment of you forgot you know that they're their own person It takes me back to Christ, and then He fulfills me every time. So I'll do the morning devotions, and I believe I had talked with um, Mark before about this, getting up early in the morning and having devotion time with Christ. Mm -hmm. He fulfills all that I need as a number seven emotionally Mm -hmm. for the day. Mm -hmm. And that's how that... Um, I've learned that that has helped me a lot to know what my number is, what I need and desire. I can only find in God. Amen. Dave, what about you? I am the dead opposite. Um, (laughs) it, It just makes me mad a lot. Because I, I'm a very logical person. Like, that is how I default. I'm supremely logical. And I love studying. I love learning. It is so hard for me not to sit around and, like, read the news every day and see that someone's doing insert thing here and just be like, that's wrong. And especially the other day, this is a little while ago, the pastor was praying on the 50-yard line. And I was just sitting there like, well... That's not what the Bible says. It says go quietly into a closet alone and pray. Mm. And you're making a political issue that is directly against what the Bible says. And then other Christians are praising you for it. Like, this Mm. is so wrong. So I actually just get annoyed a lot 
I find because mm. I look around and I'm just like, why aren't we doing what this book says that we claim to follow? So I have to constantly step back and be like, everyone's not like me. I know some people care about other things in different mm. ways. We interpret things in different functions. I end up having to step back from it a whole lot as opposed to being more, more fulfilled by it, uh, which is a really weird thing in my life that I'm working through. Well, and we all have different subtypes, too, and different ways that we handle things. And then there's the whole male-female thing, mm-hmm. too, which I think... You can all be the same number. You can even be the same subtype. But we all we all do have an individual fingerprint from God that makes mm-hmm, us different, mm-hmm. too. Like, this is tendencies that we can have in right. the Enneagram, but doesn't mean that we're exactly like someone yeah, else. Because no. God uniquely designs each of it's us. It's not so. the end-all, be-all. No, it is a not. tool. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I love how we can use it as a tool, but God is so much more complex mm-hmm. than nine numbers. Mm-hmm. And even how the Enneagram is more complex than just nine numbers. There's 27 subtypes and there's, yeah. mm-hmm. you've got wings and you've got, you know, stress and security and, you know, all of that. God's mm-hmm. still more complex than that could ever be. Which is mind blowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and each of us have, have that special fingerprint. And I, how the Enneagram has helped me in my faith walk last year mm-hmm. is different than how it's helping me right now. Yeah. And so you're in a different place. I'm the same number and the same subtype and whatever, yeah. but it's a year later. Yeah. Mm. And so it's like, okay. And you've grown. His mercies are new every morning. Yeah. And so grace enters the picture mm-hmm. and we, we believe that truth a, a little more each day. Yeah. Lindsay, what about you? Yeah, so something I've kind of always struggled with about myself is um, I used to be uh, what I would call a flight risk was the best way to put it. <laughs> All the Enneagram 7s laugh because they know what I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> That's great. Um, so I went to school on the West Coast, came back home after graduation, ended up getting the job the first time around at the bridge, and that really put me where God knew I needed to be and still need to be in Delaware. And there's always this like unsettledness that I've wrestled with over the years of like, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I be okay with these things? But then God opens up this divine picture and just is like, look, I know this is the way that I created you to be, but it can be used for good. Mm. And now I sit in this job at the bridge and I get to do a different project every day, Mm. meet new people every day, I have the flexibility to be able to travel for work and just because they understand the healthiness that comes from it. Mm -hmm. Like there's just so much. And I'm like, okay, like my personality was designed for a job like this. And it's funny because I I sat here six years ago, I think, Mm -hmm. in a different position. And I loved the organization, but I knew what I was doing wasn't the best fit. And now I sit here and it feels completely different. Mm -hmm. And through this like understanding of like – not even just growing as a person over the past seven years and understanding yourself more mm. in your 20s as you head to your 30s and, and things like that. But also because we have these resources like the Enneagram that if you're willing to allow you to dig deeper and ask questions about yourself and figure out the why, not just throwing everything on your past, but figuring out why you mm-hmm. – um, 
respond the way that you do to things mm-hmm. of your past. It allows you to really like grow in those areas in your relationship with God, in your relationship with other people. How do those things connect? Mm-hmm. Um, those things that you would get so like frustrated about and wish that you could change about yourself. Mm-hmm. Now you're understanding, oh, it, it was for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. That is good. Do you feel like you are a better employee now that you know you're Enneagram type? And if so, why? Um, could you repeat the question? (laughs) (laughs) Better might not be the word yet. Um, Getting there. You know what I mean? It's like you identify, you're trying to get an understanding of it, and Mm. now you're trying to work to make it work. You know what I mean? So to be better at it, um, I'm working towards that now that I know, and I'm just more mindful. Yeah. Lindsay, how about you? Yeah, so uh, just to like put some praise on Janelle, because I know as people we won't do that. Um, but I always get feedback about what you share on the radio and mm-hmm. how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we can be our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. But I think that you've grown more in this area than you give yourself credit for just because you're not in the building around us all the time to to hear us talk about it in yeah. person. So it makes me want to like make sure that I reach out to you separately to make sure yeah. that you know that these things are happening even when you're not here. But yeah, um, as far as the question goes, I think it's made me an overall better employee. I think it's made me uh, better to be supervised. It makes mm. me more open to feedback yeah. and healthy feedback, not mm-hmm. the compliment sandwich where I'm left questioning <laughs> whether either bread compliment meant anything or if you really just wanted to tell me what was in the middle. <laughs> Um, but more of like opening those areas, like I, I'm very vulnerable with the people that lead me and give them the invitation to kind of speak into like, Hey, if I'm not doing something right, tell me, because I don't want to waste both of our times Mm. because time is too precious and it's a commodity. Like it's Mm -hmm. money. And, Mm -hmm. um, when you work in a nonprofit, people are paying for your time to be here. So you don't want to waste the the listener's money in order to be here but the other side of that too is being a better uh co-worker Mm -hmm. and kind of like what we were talking about earlier being there for people i've noticed with my schedule because i know i'm a people person like in high school i had a teacher that told me that he'd put me in a corner but i would talk to the wall yeah it's true (laughs) you know Uh, (laughs) i actually did that too (laughs) see i'm telling you and uh and i like have this running joke that every job that i work at i end up in the back corner and it kind of happened here at the <laughs> bridge. It happened when I worked. Yes, it just kind of happens. But the other side of that is that it's not a bad thing to be there for your coworkers. Mm. But it's healthy to have some strategy behind it. So I have the luxury here at the bridge to know that we have certain days that are meeting days. Mm-hmm. So on those days, I can schedule my my tasks that can be a little bit more interrupted Mm -hmm. and then on the days where I know that people are out and about or not necessarily in the office like here it tends to be like Tuesday Thursday Friday Mm -hmm. um, those are the days that I can do like the design or the Mm. video or things like that that like I kind of have to shut out the world yeah so I end up seeming like I really don't care about your life and I do but we also get paid to do a job. Yes. So like there are certain times where you almost kind of Kim and Dave were having the discussion. You kind of have to plan mm-hmm. those oh, things yeah. of like I care about my coworkers. Yeah. And these are the times that I can care about the most and have these conversations back mm-hmm. and forth. Yeah. What about you, Dave? I think the most valuable thing that ever happened to me was becoming a remote worker. I had an office for years that I yeah. would bring a laptop from home and then I would set it up in the office and I would get on the Internet in the office and then I would do the same job that I could have done from home <laughs> on the internet with that same laptop. 
and so I would come here and we would just chat. And so I wouldn't yeah. get very much any work done, right? You just <laughs> end up talking to people. So now when I'm here, I am just the disruptor. Uh, <laughs> I, I like go talk to everyone. I'm in everyone's office just saying, hey, catching up. I don't do any work when I'm here. This is the most work I ever do right now <laughs> while I'm in this building. And that's fine because I just schedule myself where that's what I do. Like I need to go talk to this person about this and that person about that. Yeah. But I'm gonna. it's going to take me half an hour to have a five-minute conversation with you about the actual meat of what we needed to talk about. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm home and everyone's not around, and my wife's at work or whatever, that's when I sit down and put my headphones on and yeah. I power through the actual tasks I need to get done because there's no one there to bother me. So my dog, and that's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> but knowing that about yourself is invaluable. Like, you know when you work best in mm-hmm. what area. Like, I know I really need to be social right now. I've got to get it out of my system and see all the people and talk. But I also know when I've got to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And knowing that about yourself maybe makes you not so hard on yourself. Or also your coworkers knowing that about you maybe make people understand more about why you do what you do so yeah i had a question for you too because i'm curious if i'm alone in this i find it a lot easier to focus on my tasks and get them done if i know i have a planned social encounter later in the day or within a few days is that true of most sevens i'd say yes (laughs) (laughs) definitely yeah yeah i think with our personality type we tend to like build and stack and things like mm. that. But when you're building and stacking different types of things, it feels more healthy than because uh, the building and stacking happens whether we mean for it to happen or not. Yeah. So it can either be a bunch of like work type things. I, I mean, I say that in like yesterday, I just went crazy cleaning the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that was like that completely drained me because I was by myself. It was very task oriented. Mm-hmm. But you need those days. Um Versus today, I have a lot of social engagement. So, like, I'm, like, building and stacking my week versus on a daily basis if I'm, like, okay, I have certain work things mm-hmm. that I need to do. Like, I'm going to sit on this video and that's going to be my project all day and I'm going to shut the world out. Yeah, let's get together with some friends tonight because I'm going to need to refuel. Mm. That's good. See, yeah. that's very logical. <laughs> it is very logical. <laughs> wonder where you that know, comes from. Hmm. I, I was just thinking we have in our midst in this podcast – Someone who has an office, someone who works in cubicles, and someone who works remotely. Mm -hmm. And how the personality types manifest themselves in the different situations. Mm -hmm. So, for example, because I'm a type 2, I know I'm a verbal processor. (laughs) So, I can't tell you how many times I have said to my cube farm friends like i'm sorry i'm talking to inanimate objects but it is i just have to get this out you know whatever and and we've said many times just like my earphones are in so i'm not trying to ignore you and blah 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 you know yeah weirdly i always have to check to make sure ben's still talking to the inanimate objects and not me so i'm not just like oh oh me you wanted me this time okay and it's funny because i'm i'm very social but I have the wing three, so I constantly feel pulled between the social and the yeah. task. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like there's a that's a common theme kind mm-hmm. of here. Now we go mm-hmm. about it different ways. Yeah. But um, it's very interesting when we're talking about being a better employee. You know, I'm like... I would be better to the people around me if I had walls and a door. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think we're the fun zone, too. So, yeah, yeah I will say um, my job that I had last year, I did have walls and a door 
And uh, by the end of it, I ended up working on a coworker's couch and wow. still in order to be more productive just so <laughs> yeah. that I was still around people because I, I yeah. taught. So yeah. I would sit in my planning period in my empty classroom and then I would like go wander the halls. I'm like, this is not helpful at all. So instead, I would like go sit on the art teacher's couch and like <laughs> with the like class, like her class. In, and I'm and that was the most productive I was because wow. it's almost like sitting at Starbucks yeah. versus like a quiet, empty room. Yeah. And see, I, I love my walls and my door and I, I'm checking things off my list as a three. But boy, I get FOMO and I'll hear laughter and I'm like, OK, let me take a walk around the building because there's something fun happening. <laughs> and then I get my little fill of my people when my two wing and I'm like, OK, yay. Ooh, okay, now I got to go back up, close the door again and get all the work done, you mm-hmm. know, and make myself ha ah, breathe. But yeah. It's yeah, funny. sometimes I think when, because I'm a stay-at-home mom for the most part, you know, yeah. and homeschool and all that. So when you're like, I've had enough of the kids, get them out of the house. I need a break. And when they leave, you're like, man, it's so quiet in here. Are they coming back yet? <laughs> <laughs> Even though you know that, you know, it's healthy to have alone time. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that's kind of where I can kick in and do deep clean in my home real fast. You know, things that yeah. have been stacking up and stacking up. But you do need that socialness. You do need yes. that noise. And I, I don't know. It's funny how that works. Yeah. You guys have been super super fun to yes. talk to today and we knew this was going to be, be a fun <laughs> obviously it's going to be competing bring... against all the other numbers <laughs> we actually brought like party poppers and fireworks and <laughs> <laughs> noise makers we have a grand finale the amount of sequins in this room right now oh is my just God. insane <laughs> i'm just going to say there are a couple other number conversations that will not go <laughs> like this one i will it'll, <laughs> they'll be short and sweet but i won't call out numbers <laughs> thank you very much for sharing and it's a pleasure to work with you. Yes. Same here. We love you guys. Thank you. you. Thank you. Type 9s are great team members, and we are blessed with two of them, Bill and Andrew. Can you each tell us, Andrew, I'm going to start with you, uh, what's your position at the bridge, and how has the Enneagram helped you personally? Sure. Well, I am the director of marketing at the bridge, and so I handle a lot of different uh, roles here from online to print to billboard helping come up with contests and make them run all the fun stuff right Mm -hmm. that kind of falls in my area and when it comes to understanding who i am as a nine Mm -hmm. it was eye-opening um i knew some of the other personality tests or strength finder tests things like that but when ben introduced the enneagram to us it was very Mm eye-opening um it helped me to really see strengths that I had and act in them more mm-hmm. and it also opened up my eyes to some of the pitfalls that I'm that I move into okay some of those weaknesses that I can then work around or work to prevent from hampering my job or my interactions with other people that's awesome yeah. and Bill what about you um, so I'm the station manager and I coast the morning show I think it's made me a lot more self-aware which is uh, also kind of with my eyes to be more aware of the people that I work with mm-hmm. that I interact with each day. Uh, maybe, maybe made me a little more um, grace giving. <laughs> That's good. Um, be- because I kind of understand where they're coming from a little bit and wh- mm-hmm. where I'm coming from and mm-hmm. and how um, how we we interact. Mm-hmm. So I think I inter- I think I'm more open minded. Uh, hopefully. I'm a better person to be around most of the time. I mean, I still <laughs> fall into my nine weakness stuff, but yeah. mm-hmm. but at least I'm more aware of it when I, when I see that I'm doing that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Back when I gave you both the assessment that I use, you both first tested as type twos. Mm-hmm. And then you both came to me separately and was like, you know, some of this I can see, but then there's some others that I'm just like, you know, it really doesn't, doesn't make sense. And then once we're, 
we started talking about motivation and and then we talked about nines a little bit and we're like okay yeah that's that's the one do you remember when we did that how did that change when you when you first tested as a two and then you're like oh i'm a nine <laughs> i rem- i remember um that it really resonated with me when i when i started reading i was like oh that is me mm-hmm. that is totally me there, there was a couple of things there what i what i maybe would have disagreed with but the further the longer that i've been in it the more i've maybe become a little more self-aware and thing even those things are probably true mm-hmm. um, i never i never would have considered myself a stubborn person <laughs> kim's laughing <laughs> <laughs> but it but i am you know and it and I, it took me a while to come around to that i yeah. guess but just a little just oh, a little stop. <laughs> you're fired <laughs> oops sorry <laughs> well and the interesting thing is i think grace. with all of our Things like our, our blind spots, mm. um, it's not as glaring as you think. Like, you think stubborn, I will not do this, blah, blah, blah. You don't make a big deal about it. Yeah. You just decide what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. stubbornness shows up in that kind of sense. Exactly. Do you yeah, have anything? I agree with Bill. It was it resonated. The light went off. Um, I recognized myself more in the nine description. Mm-hmm. I recognized past experiences, past behaviors. That kind of sparked my interest more uh, when it felt like I had a place in the Enneagram. Like when I saw myself in the model, I was like, okay, tell me more. How can I use this? How can I leverage this or work with this? So That's awesome. I love that. Okay, so Andrew, what have you noticed happening among your coworkers since everybody became Enneagram informed on our team? Yeah, I would say... um, from my perspective, again, I'm trying to be more aware of how I interact with someone. Mm-hmm. I give them, I think Bill said grace, I would say patience. I would, you know, I wait a little bit longer for a response or I give people the room to act in their strengths, mm-hmm. um, in their personality type or whatever. I do also see people reacting differently to me. Um, the way that they bring projects to me, the mm-hmm. way that we discuss or work through developing a project, it just, um, there's there's more of a chance to say, I know how you're going to take this when I deliver <laughs> it to you. So let me just approach you a little, mm-hmm. you know, a little differently than I might approach the person mm-hmm. down the hall because they recognize how I'll accept it, get on board more with a mm-hmm. project. I know it's kind of vague, but it just is a sense. There's an overall sense of um, having clearer communication, getting right to the point of something that we're working on rather than me bringing it in and just using all of my strength and maybe stubbornness or all of my preconceived notions. Let me tell you how this is going to (laughs) be. And then waiting for them to rebut and then back and forth. And now I walk in and I say, look, here are my thoughts. I know how you're going to receive this. And then they take a moment. They, well, this is how I would say it, or this is how, and mm-hmm. I think you're going to receive it better this way. It helps us to couch the conversation better so that yeah. I think we can progress faster. I think that's so true. Like, as a type two, I live in the present moment. I'm still not awesome at mm. this, but it. I'm like, oh, this is on my mind. I need to deal with it right now. So I go <laughs> up to an office or go over to a cube or whatever, and not everybody does great with being totally interrupted in the moment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I've thought about that. And I've also thought about my verbal processing. Mm-hmm. You know, I find people want to know, 
mm-hmm. but maybe they don't know need to hear all of me working through everything to get to the end. So mm-hmm. yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. I love that. But what have you noticed among the team that's different? Communication is better. Yeah. That's that's the big thing. I've mm-hmm. dramatically it's, improved yeah. in, the, yeah. in the building as we communicate better with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben, you did something. Uh, I'd like to see you do more of this, honestly. I, I can't remember even the specific instance, but something uh, happened in the life of one of our team members, and you sent out an email to everybody and said, here's kind of how to approach, here's how they're going to process. And it's, it's been a, mm-hmm. probably a couple of years ago that I you did that. that now. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is so good mm-hmm. for us to all kind of process through the eyes of the person that was going mm-hmm. through the the incident mm-hmm. um i can i can you know great time to spring it on you but but more of that okay in our yeah. in our group i think would be so helpful i yeah. think that was the loss of someone yes um yes. i'm pretty sure it was i yeah. remember that as well related to our staff yeah well, it's just very insightful for all of us to be able to look to know who we are mm-hmm. who that person was how they would react how we would yeah. normally react mm-hmm. and, and, and and it really helped me to kind of know what to say, not to say, to do, not to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it plays a piece in culture also, because that culture of giving grace and being aware of how you're presenting yourself, I think that speaks to we want each other to succeed and we want to work as a well-oiled machine, mm-hmm. and so it's got to help enhance the culture to have an attitude of grace mm-hmm. and yeah. an attitude of presenting ourselves well. Exactly. So Bill, I'm going to ask you, so is there a time or a situation and, and please don't use any names because we're going to try to protect the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> is there a time or a situation where you felt like maybe a conflict was resolved or something was avoided because you understood yourself better and maybe understood someone on the team better because we've been using the Enneagram? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would. Th- I think there probably are several. One goes back to the the b- being stubborn, identifying that mm-hmm. yeah, I do have a su- a stubborn streak in me, and 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 kind of that's based around that. I what that means is when I'm at the table doesn't always mean I have the best idea, even though um, I sometimes think I do. I need <laughs> to back off mm-hmm. and listen and say, so what do you think? How would you mm-hmm. solve it? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And I, so I try to say that a lot more than I used to. Yeah. And actually, it's become it's it's kind of my nature now. I think yeah, I, I think, think it, it is. I, yeah, I, I have seen so it. Too. So, yes. so so I try to be I try to be more like that. And yeah. I think that goes in uh, with the grace. And the other thing is, I am an avoider. Is that a nine thing or is that yes, a just me? It's thing? a nine thing. I avoid. <laughs> I avoid conflict. Oh, conflict. And it's mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. avoid conflict <laughs> like Andrew's crazy. Like, Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's gotten me into trouble in my personal life. Yeah, it's gotten me into trouble here. So I really try not to do that anymore, especially mm-hmm. when I'm dealing with somebody that's not a nine, which only you and I, Andrew, right. are the nines in the building, because nobody else is that way, and they want to talk it through. And my wife is that way. Mm-hmm. She's got to process it by talking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's helped me not only here, but, but at home as well. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's a good point. How about you, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, I agree with what Bill said about looking at – um, you're just saying that because you're a peacemaker. I am. That's right. You know, that's right. And you want to avoid I don't want to go against anything he said, and so I agree. Um, so that's another so nine. another type nine trait is to merge with others. Yes. Yes. Did you see how that merge happened? They just merged. That was, They're now one person. Awesome. So, I, I, I do agree. I really do. But I think 
when it comes to conflict, that's difficult for me too. Even I will bury or just swallow thing, just say, okay, that's just how it's going to be. But knowing that's how I behave bolsters me to say, I'm going into a conflict. It's not that it's uh, emotional or personal conflict with the person, Mm -hmm. but it's that it's to refine, right? Iron sharpens iron. Yes. To refine whatever project we're working on, to refine uh, the outcome for a client, Mm -hmm. you know, like an on-air sponsor or for a donor, if there was something that came up, you just, you get better outcomes when you move through conflict. Yeah. Right. Um, If you think in terms of like a seed that has to be buried, that seed has to be crushed before it opens up and Mm -hmm. brings new life. And so your conflicts help you to grow. They help you to progress. They help you to get stronger, bigger, better. So are you so. saying you want more conflicts no. now? Would you like us to stir <laughs> some stuff up? I'm still very, very choicy about the conflicts I step into. <laughs> but I do recognize that um, to grow, you need conflict. Yeah. And that when I, when I hesitate or I avoid it, it's a lost opportunity to grow, mm-hmm. right? Or to improve the station or the culture or who we're serving. And so it makes it easier to step into some conflicts when I know there's growth opportunity on the other side. I also feel that... Um, We talk about core motivations here on the podcast and the core uh, longing for a type nine is that your presence matters. Mm -hmm. And nines can see things just intuitively from a bunch of different perspectives. And so their presence matters in conflict Mm -hmm. because how they're going to couch things as a peacemaker is going to be many times what's needed and that's how um, the Enneagram also shows us um, how Satan would trip us up like oh I just kind of Bill's used the term kick the can down the road Mm -hmm. Um, I'll just do that but technically if you are intentional the nine voice is what we need to hear Mm -hmm. in conflict Mm -hmm. so it's pretty cool how the Enneagram Mm -hmm. helps us know that that is interesting I love that Bill, how do you feel like learning the Enneagram has helped you in your faith walk? Like now that you know how God's designed you, have you seen it bolster your faith? I, I don't know that I can point to a specific way that I that I feel it's bolstered my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of many tools mm-hmm. that um, that I use mm-hmm. to um, kind of figure out who I am and why I why I am or what motivates me and yeah. You know, one thing that that I think nines are, uh, and you you, ben, you you guys can correct me on that, but is the is like the apathy. I'm not a real good about schedules and, for instance, my my daily quiet time with God and my daily Bible reading. I am horrible at that. Mm-hmm. Now I could blame that on being a nine, maybe I don't know, but <laughs> but what it does. So hey, I I used to beat myself up about that really bad. So now I give myself a little more grace there mm-hmm. and I do it in small I do it in smaller easier ways that are better for me and then then if I exceed the bar that I set for myself then I feel better about it but I may not do it like a, a one might be better at doing the daily mm-hmm. regimen because yeah. I'm not a regimented person unfortunately um I say unfortunately so I'm that's, but anyway, so I I, th- I think it's just all part of me. It's part of who I I just mm-hmm. consider this one aspect of who I am, which is my faith is is important to me. So mm-hmm. that's just that's part of it. Well, and I think too that 
you were mentioning giving grace to others and giving grace to yourself. Maybe your grace giving has increased some, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. but um, type nines have the least amount of energy of any number on the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. And so when you are trying to get things done, a lot of times people that are nines will have someone else either organize their calendar or help keep them on track. It's a learned skill. It's mm-hmm. not an intuitive. Mm-hmm. So it's been likened unto, you know, write each task on a index card and turn it face down. It doesn't necessarily present itself like, I got to get this done right now and mm. this done right now. It's just all got to be done. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of <laughs> that kind of thing is is common with all type nines. And so then when you think like, okay, I know I'm going to have a limited amount of energy and I know I'm going to act this way. I need to make sure certain people get my good energy and certain tasks get my good energy. And then the rest of it will fall in place kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I, I agree. I think one of the things when Ben first started teaching us about the Enneagram, bringing it forward and explaining the different types. The thing that for my faith journey that popped out the most was that all of these types were reflections or facets of the nature of God. Amen. Yeah. And they were exhibited in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so they, it's either our understanding, more understanding of God. And so we see them at work in, in our lives. But but then when we know, I, I'm a big uh, believer that we co-create things that are happening with God, mm-hmm. right? In, in a very, in a sense that he says, I've got a big story I'm trying to to write. I'm trying to save as many people as possible here. Mm -hmm. Where do you want to jump in? How can you bring your creative talents to do that? And so when I see another thing that reveals an aspect of God or a facet of God, and I'm connected to that, I get to be part of that, that is very faith building for me. So you can use his answer, edit mine out. Right. (laughs) Really good. That was a very good (laughs) answer. answer. (laughs) It's like part of the reason you were put here on this earth is to show people a little bit of God's peace, the peace of God. Right. And so your character in his story is going to be peace giving and conflict solving and helping us all remember to slow down Mm -hmm. not that well first of all i want to say not nines are doers Mm -hmm. but they also can help us learn how to rest Mm. and that's something that a lot of us really need yeah amen to that lastly do you feel like knowing your type has made you andrew a better employee a better team member with the bridge and if so like why um yeah i mean i think it has i think that like ben mentioned the idea that we nines look at everything and it all has to be done at once mm-hmm. um that is that that's just that's reading my mail right that's what else you say <laughs> and i so i like take on all of that mm. and uh in the past i've had employers tell me you know you need to ask for help wow and, and that was a shortcoming Right. In those in those positions. And so I think I try a lot of times to be deliberate about asking for help, Mm -hmm. about saying, "Okay, no, I see all of this in front of me. I can only tackle so much of it. Mm -hmm. Whose other strengths can I bring to this and, you know, and and share out the responsibilities? Mm -hmm. And then even then it helps because their talents or skills or their strengths bring a different result. Yeah. Then maybe I would have forced through and it's usually a better result. You know, I step back and I look at uh, the things that Ben and Mandy have done in the community 
uh, volunteer arena and the way that we are present at community events, I'm all for it. You know, I'm gung ho. Like the way I would have gone about setting up parades or setting up tents or Mm -hmm. being in the public eye would have been a lot different. I would have been very regimented about it and like, well, we have check this box, this box and this box. But they do it in a way that puts the bridge as a full presence with the people that are there in the moment. And it's something I couldn't do. So it's something that I have on my plate that I want to see achieved. And you guys just do it so well. Right. And so that's giving up one of those note cards to someone else and saying, okay, I don't have to take it all on. I feel you have learned that skill pretty well. Because ever since I've known you, you have kind of like, okay, this is what needs to be done now. This is what, and I can see where you have a system now that is helping you um, stay on task with what you want to have done. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah, you're good at delegating, mm-hmm. but also using the tools to help you be the best you can be. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, as you that. were describing that, I was literally thinking about the body of Christ mm. and how you know the hand can't do what the foot can do, or right. the ear can't do what the mouth can do. And I was visualizing that, and I was like, "That's why we're all different, and mm-hmm. we all are exactly. made up with different characteristics that God has given us because." We're not supposed to all do the same thing, right, or else right. the world would be lopsided. <laughs> I was thinking exactly the same thing, Kim. Yeah. While I was talking that I think so. The beauty of what we have going on here at the bridge with our with our family, mm-hmm. we have a few enneagram numbers that are missing, right? Just from, two, from yes. Two of Just them are two. missing, uh-huh. but we have a pretty good cross section. Yeah, and watching people move in the their gifts and using what God created them for, mm-hmm. for him yeah. as a team. And there isn't, it doesn't get any better than that yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And so I think the Enneagram has made us maybe appreciate that mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. has encouraged us to be able to walk into that. Like, mm-hmm. that, okay, that's who I am. Yeah. And, and it's okay to be like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to be like you. Yeah. In fact, if I was like you, one of us probably wouldn't be needed. So, yeah. Yeah. so, right. um, <laughs> so I think that's it's, true. I think it's really helped our Amen. organization. Yeah. yeah. Amen. I agree. Amen. All of that is very well said. I totally agree. And I think I think the more diverse we are, the stronger we are probably because mm-hmm. we can't all do the same job, nor should we try to do the same job. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for sharing your awesome nineness with us. We appreciate it. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I want to thank all the bridge staff for taking the time to be with us today and sharing a little of your hearts. I truly believe having our team knowledgeable about the Enneagram has made us stronger because we're more aware of each other's motivations. We hope everyone has enjoyed today's podcast episode and that you already had a chance to listen last month for part one as well. Please consider giving this podcast a rating, which helps people find us. And as always, we'd love to hear any questions you might have as well. You can send an email to podcast at wearethebridge.org. Until next time, God bless.